Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why and how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for lending me your ears. Today, I want to talk about discounting, negotiation. Now, clients often come to me or just individual small business owners or entrepreneurs says, Victor, I have salespeople working for me, and the thing they constantly do is give away discounts. Victor, can you train them not to give up discounts? Can you teach them how to hold the line on value, Victor? Teach them some negotiation skills. Teach them some pushback skills. Now, when I hear this, my immediate reaction is, is that the real problem, that they don't know how to negotiate or hold the line on value? I think it's much deeper than that. So I begin to ask questions. Why are the salespeople discounting? And sometimes it's more of a systemic problem within the actual sales compensation package or how they're trained than the actual negotiation skills. For example, problem number one or potential problem number one. Maybe the reason they're having the discount is because your price model isn't aligned with the market. In other words, your price are not in line with other similar competitors in the market or complementary products in the market or substitute products in the market. You may be overpriced. And if you're so overpriced, salespeople are forced to give a discount. So my question to you as a manager is, are your prices aligned with what's going on in the market? Again, think of complementary products, substitute products, or similar products. Are your prices aligned? Number two, second potential problem. Your salesperson doesn't understand the product value that they're currently offering. A lot of times, salespeople just don't know how to deliver the value because they haven't been taught. They know what the product does. They can explain the features, the benefits, the advantage and gain, but maybe they can't position the value with the client, which then forces them to kind of give a discount because they can't differentiate themselves. So that might be problem number two. Problem number three is similar. They don't know really how to position or quantify the actual value. In other words, sometimes customers want some return on investment, break-even points, or total cost of ownership analysis. And maybe your salespeople don't know how to do this, which again forces the customer to kind of differentiate you on price. So being able to talk metrics like that, break-even point, return on investment, total cost of ownership, and long-term benefit, this will allow you to push back. So that's another thing I would check off. Also, part of the sales process during the discovery, the presentation phase, and the proposal phase, salespeople often don't know how to either overcome the objections or, as I like to call it, block objections because I think it's a better strategy. Blocking objections is about being preemptive before the customer states an objection. So as you're positioning your value, you let your customer know, hey, we're a little more expensive and here's why. You've just raised the objection, and now you can block the objection. Again, that might be another thing salespeople need to work on. The fifth thing they may need to work on, but maybe it's you as a manager that you should work on, is are you measuring the right KPIs, the, first, the right key performance indicators? For example, if you're a manager and you're just managing, for example, the number of calls they're making, the number of new leads into the pipeline, or the numbers of deals they close, if that's what you're measuring, salespeople will perform to those measures. But maybe if you change the KPIs to be more about the quality of the deal, in other words, 
ask the salesperson to not only close a deal, but only quality deals. And part of the quality deals, quote unquote, is having good margins. In other words, you're looking to close deals without giving away the house. So instead of measuring the number of calls, the number of deals they got in the pipeline, new leads or whatever it may be, now start measuring the quality of the deals. In other words, what are the margins that we're getting on all these big deals? By changing the KPIs, maybe you redirect the salesperson to qualify even harder in their sales process and not have to negotiate down by dealing with the wrong clients. We know that when we sell to very focused ICPs, ideal client profiles, we typically don't have to discount. But when we deal with a customer market segment that really isn't our ideal client profile, Salespeople tend to discount in order to grab that deal that really doesn't line up with your product or service solution. So keep this in mind that sometimes it's not a discounting problem. You may have other things going on in the background. You can listen to this audio all over again, go through all five, and maybe ask yourself, where do I think I'm having a problem? Identify one, two, three, four, or five different areas, and then begin to improve on that, and you may see a difference in Less discounting activity with your salespeople. And that is it for the Sales Influence Podcast. Leave me some feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube. I really want to hear what you have to say, especially on this subject of discounting and how we can prevent that. And also, I have some great discounting countermeasure courses in my Sales Velocity Academy. So go to salesvelocityacademy.com if you haven't checked it out. I think you'll find some great courses there to help you block objections, but also I have some countermeasures on things you can say and do to reduce the discounting effect. On that note, this is Victor Antonio always reminding you, selling ain't hard when you know how. Take care.